On the streets of Boston, an FBI agent is on a case. All the low lowlifes in the quiet city of Boston start dropping dead, and you think it's unrelated. They're all bad guys. Now they're all dead bad guys. The victims are the mob, and the hitmen think they're on a mission. From God, in a place where the violent have the power, one lawman doesn't know whether to catch the killers. I believe what they do is necessary. Or join them, the Boondock Saints. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am AJ Silver, along with my friend. I'm Jimmy. <laughs> you want to be Jimmy? Yes, I do today. Not James. Or Sybil, I don't know. <laughs> You're not Sybil. Okay. So, uh, welcome to our podcast. It's called Drinks in a Movie. So and Jimmy is very excited. Very excited. So, uh, just to kind of give you a rundown. This is going to be, um, as of right now, a monthly thing. Okay. Could turn into more. Who knows? Um, so, what we're going to do is each podcast, we're going to be kind of breaking down a movie and um, giving you a drink to kind of go along with that movie. Oh. Now, to, we're going to be completely transparent here. We are not currently drinking. Yet. <laughs> yeah, yet. <laughs> but... The whole goal of this is is we're going to have a drink to coincide with whatever movie we're talking about, okay? And uh, tell everybody how to make it, obviously. And then we're going to be drinking said drinks, which will make it a lot more interesting. Yes, down the road. okay. So All right. We felt for our debut episode, we probably shouldn't do that. Okay, no, th- fair enough. He didn't think that, no, at all. But I, so I sniffed glue in the parking lot. So does that take care? Do you really need to sniff glue? I don't, but I chose to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for our debut episode, um, obviously, we're coming into March, St. Patrick's Day, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. So we are doing, do it in like your movie trailer voice. Oh, dear God, the Boondock Saints. <laughs> Is that all you got? I, I, I got to, I'm warming up to it. In a Boston somewhere, I don't know. Oh, I wow. I'm not bad, I'm bad at that. In stuff. a world. Yeah, there you go. in a world. <laughs> In South Boston, <laughs> yeah. Sean Patrick Flannery, Norman Reedus, The Boondock Saints, a that film was, by Troy Duffy. That was actually pretty was. good. All right, thank pretty you. Pretty good. All right, cool. So I guess we're going to start off, uh, even though we're not drinking. <laughs> I, I Now, Jimmy knows what the drink is called, but I didn't tell him what was in it. No, so, exactly. So we get natural reaction. Okay. So it's called Shamrocked. Okay, yes. And uh, what it is is it's Midori Melon Liquor. Oh, okay. I am unfamiliar with that. Uh, you don't know Midori? No. I know I know the company it's never like, had it. It's like a melon liquor, and okay. typically it's used as like a mix. You don't drink it straight or Okay. All right. Uh, Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey. Oh, wonderful. And Irish cream. Oh, dear God. So it's literally all liquor. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Sounds pretty delicious. So it's I not, think. It just sounds like a straight nap. Well, we're going to straight <laughs> have one. We're done. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> being that we're sitting in a studio right now with no access to alcohol, you know. So in a bar, there you go. You want to make your say yeah, in a bar in about 45 minutes will be AJ and Jimmy having two, shamrock two DJs. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So if you want to make them at all, Midori liquor, uh, which is a melon liquor, Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey and some Irish cream, which would be Bailey's. Uh, oh, good stuff. Yeah, delicious. It's okay. all liquor. It's literally all liquor, which is fantastic. God. So, um, obviously, uh, Boondock Saints, I guess we're going to start off by saying uh, most of you know that know that film was probably introduced to you by a friend or a friend of a friend or something because it was not a huge box office film. No. It's more of like a cult. Right. Cult following. 
I I remember I found out about it years after it came out. Oh, I did too. Okay. Yeah, same here. Okay. So like in fact my my father and I watched movies and he, and and we were talking about it at the time I was in college and he was like, "Well, there's this list of movies that we have to see." And there was like this short list of films and this was one of them. Uh-huh. So it was like Okay, I guess I got to check this out. Well, it's funny. I'll say my my first time was uh, my friend Jason. Oh yeah, Jason. Um, he was dating a girl at the time, and they were going on one night about this movie Boondock Saints. And yeah. I'm like, "What's a Boondock Saint?" And they're like, "What? <laughs> How do you not, not know?" It? Yeah, right. So obviously, uh, he gave me his copy. I took it home and I watched. Actually, that's a lie. I took it home and I think it laid at my house for like two months. Okay, yeah, and yeah. you know he kept. Getting on me hey, about, did yeah. yeah, did you watch this yet? Right. No, no. And then finally I watched it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Why the hell did I not watch this right. before? Exactly. So, fantastic film. Uh, if you've not seen Boondock Saints and you want to see it, you might want to stop listening now. Uh, and hit pause. <laughs> pause yeah. Spoiler. Just stop and then go watch the movie and come back and listen to the rest, yes. of, the rest of the podcast. So, And it um, is now 21 years old. Let's do quick math here. Uh, it came out in 99, so 22, 12. 22 years old. 22. What did I say? 12. 12. Why did I say 12? <laughs> wow. Oh I actually God. got the math right. For I'm horrible at math. Oh, and here I thought I was Great. only 28. Fantastic. So, uh, I guess we'll start off by, we're going to talk, cause we were talking about this when we were actually coming in here and I yeah. told you to just stop talking. You're right. Yeah. Um, we're going to start Sorry. off by talking about, um, the guy that actually made the movie. Yes. Uh, who is Troy Duffy. Yeah. And you said you were saying he only made two movies. This and the sequel. Well, you know that he wasn't even trying to be a screenwriter. He wasn't a musician. He had a band called The Brood. Yes. Okay. That's correct. And, and then it became he, the Boondocks. Well, he Saints changed it to the Boondocks. The Saints. Okay. Um, but he was actually a bartender in L.A. Okay. And he just decided, hey, I want to write a script, and it would. And- but he screwed up so much. Like while he wrote it. Oh, well, just no. Now, like after he wrote it, like he screwed up. Like this is going to sound horrible. He screwed his life up. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Like example, I don't remember what actor it was. I'm trying to think who it was. There was an actor. Oh, it was uh, Ewan McGregor. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Ewan McGregor was And they got to drunk and they had a an debate about the death penalty. Yes. Yes. Correct. And he was because he was going to be one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm done. He passed. And he, he was passed like, I'm done. on Hard pass. Yeah. Wow. And back Imagine, then, I mean, Ewan McGregor at that point was not huge or anything. I mean, he had Phantom spotting, Menace. Like, trains, was it? Yeah, train spotting. Train spotting put him on the mat. And then you go into that movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. And he, he was he was kind of a in that realm of new British actors like Jude Law. Yeah. He didn't, we, we weren't sure who they were yet. Yeah. So. But yeah, yeah, I mean, apparently he did, a lot of, he did a lot of stupid stuff throughout the, the fact <sighs> that when they were trying to push for this movie to get made by the studio. And yeah, it's just well. Of course, he was dealing with Harvey Weinstein. We all know that story. Oh, that, um, that's which, right, because it was Miramax. Yes, this out. yes. Oof. So, um, yeah, this dude was you know a lonely bartender that could have really made wow. something of himself into an industry that he wasn't even it's trying hard to get to into. Break into. Yeah, and he wasn't right. even trying to get into it. Right, like it was pure luck. But um, you know, and then the second one happened. And see, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, you've not seen the no, second one? No. Oh, brah. Uh, I know. I'm missing it. Dude. Well, I'm going to say nothing. It's like anything else. Nothing ever tops the first one. Oh, no. But I enjoyed it. I thought okay. it was good. I own it. I'll have to I'll have to come over and... Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. This needs so, to... So, um, all right. So, let's get into the movie. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> this is about two Irish boys. Yes. In Boston. Boston. 
and they decide that they're going to go out and pretty much be, uh, what's the word? Uh, vigilantes. There you go. Vigilantes. Yeah. 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 Taking out the bad people. Um, I personally think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. I do. I love it. I was fascinated by the how they dove into, it wasn't just one mob. You had the Russian mob. Oh, yeah. You had the Italian mob. In fact, there's a scene, they not only speak Gaelic in it, they speak Russian in it. And I found that really fascinating because they're, they're not quite, they're not killers on a level of, say, uh, uh, Leon the Professional. These are two blue-collar... They work in a meat plant, do they not? Yes. Okay. Correct. And, and they're not, not a normal vocation. No. And, and they're kind of figuring out that you just... <laughs> how do we be killers? How do we be killers? <laughs> and, and it's sort of like... There, there's so much going on with this. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're about to go on a journey here. Well, well, the thing is, too, is I always like the thing. This is going to get a little brutal, but it's the truth about, you know, they shoot him through the back of the head, through the eyes, and leave the pennies. and Which I found fascinating. That's, yeah, that's yeah. big in, in that culture. I was trying to find this thing here. I was looking. Uh, I remember what it was, the body count. Oh, dear God. But I'm going to find <laughs> it. Well, this, this is actually interesting, too. The, the F word. Well, I think I read this. It's, it's like 246 yeah, times. Yeah. The F word and derivatives. And derivatives. Yeah. Which so is, that's. Yeah. In fact, the, the, my favorite line, uh, it's their buddy Rocco. Yeah. When he discovers and, and he says it. And he says it. And I just remember Sean Patrick. I think it's. I think it's Redis, actually. Well, it certainly shows the diversity of the word. <laughs> it, might be, it might be Flannery. I can't remember. It's one of them. You know, he looks horrible now. Flannery, Sean Patrick Flannery. I, no, yeah, he looks like he's had like eighty-two plastic surgeries. He doesn't even look like the same guy. Oh no, I'm on, I'm on his Instagram. He's like a jujitsu. He's got a new movie. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he didn't have plastic surgery. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> now I, mean, I, I, I don't. I'm not trying to insult him, but is it like Mickey Rourke level, or like Raffaella uh, <laughs> Laurent, or, uh What's her name? Raffaella, uh, the 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 Donatella, Donatella, Donatella Versace. Yeah, Versace. Thank you. <laughs> I was I'm trying sorry. to remember. That sounds terrible. No, no. I'm I'm going to show you here. This this is the horrible part because we're not TV, <sighs> so nobody's going to. We need. We, we need but you can go check out visual. his visual. Uh, now, picture in your mind. You're thinking of him in this. You're thinking of that movie uh, or the show, the Young uh, Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, he's a fine looking man. Yeah, but he doesn't look like he did. He definitely looks different. The, check, I, the eyebrows. Check are a out Sean plot. Patrick Flannery's. Uh, IMDb page and his main picture on there. He's still gorgeous. I still don't think he looks the same. So <laughs> that was just me. But um, this movie, uh, this was a limited release only mainly because it they released it right after Columbine happened. Did you oh, know that? Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it only got released. I don't remember how many theaters it was. It was only like 15 theaters or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, it okay. was only like 15 theaters yeah, it got again, released Yeah, again, I too. saw it on DVD. I didn't even know it. Well, obviously, I didn't know it existed because if it got released 15 theaters nationwide, right? Odds are it didn't happen here. No, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. And even yeah, at the time, I was in uh, Virginia and didn't hear about it. And yeah, and and, and even when you, it, it's kind of oddly cut if you watch it. Like it fades out. And well, you then can comes back in. It's you can really definitely funny. tell that he's a first-time filmmaker. That's how I gathered that. it. And that's what, I'll be completely honest, I was very surprised at the fact when you read about this guy, the director and writer, that they when they bought the, the screenplay, 
that then they wanted him to direct the movie. I'm kind of like, this guy doesn't even know what he's doing. Right. I mean, and it's obvious in the film. Yes. You know, it's, again, a great movie. It's a great call classic. But the fact that when you're watching it, if you know anything about movie making, right, you can definitely tell that it's very amateur and seen and yeah. seen yeah. and seen. And, but there's something it's all. Yeah. It's something interesting about it. I bet you that's what drew the not only Redis wasn't a household name certainly oh, no. at that point. Um, Sean Patrick Flannery was known as young Indiana Jones yeah. and maybe a couple nineties films, but then you had Willem Dafoe, well, you know, and I always thought of Willem Dafoe and kills oh. it. And you know, I actually always thought that Sean Patrick Flannery was the guy that played in the movie powder. Yes. But the guy got struck by lightning and yes. stuff. I don't remember. I saw it like one time, but I always thought that was him and it wasn't. Oh wait, no, I think it is. No, it's not. I actually, we looked it up one time. Really? Yeah. It's not, it's not Sean Patrick Flannery at all. Um, but we, are you sure? I'm positive. We, you got to go to IMDb. I'm doing on it right this. now. Okay. Oh yeah, it is Sean Patrick. Yeah, Flannery. I'm pretty sure it was. Well, him. no, then it was another movie. It was something else. Okay. That I thought was him, and it wasn't. Yeah, because I was like, that's definitely him. Oh no, 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 no. I'm thinking of who I thought was in Powder was the guy from um, Prison Break. Oh. um... I know who Wentworth you, Miller. Wentworth Miller. I thought it was. No, yeah, I thought that that's it's the shaved head, not Sean Patrick. Miller. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, that's the, yeah. I thought it. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a bunch of indie films he was in, and then to see him do an actioner like this. Wait, Sean like, Patrick Flannery. Yeah. Well, he was in like some lovey. Yeah. Like rom com type stuff, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. Um. And you so, know, Defoe signed well, on. That's where I was going. Yeah. yeah. Like, Defoe. I'm into this. <laughs> this guy has done. So many, he's like if I feel like if you want to be an actor, that's the career you want. He's a chameleon. He's the guy that can play Anything. any role, and he's known but not huge. Right? You know what I mean? Right. Like he's not Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt or you know, right? Any of these guys. But he literally went from playing Jesus Christ to Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. That's a big jump. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and he can do and he can do these like. Low budget like this, right? Low budget, nothing movies, and it does not hurt his career at all. No, because he he has a passion for making, mm-hmm. that's, and he's that's and awesome. he's just. I mean, he brings it home. I I yes. feel like he's part of why that movie became yes. what it became. Absolutely, um, every scene he's in, he owns it. Mm-hmm. He's over the top. Yeah, and what was his well, his character was um uh the FBI the smacker agent. was a smacker uh, uh Carl Smeckler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, um and. Uh, uh, are, is there? Are we doing plot spoilers was, in this? It was well, yeah. I mean, you can talk about what. That's why I said if you okay. haven't seen it, you want to see it. Okay, don't listen yet. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was gonna say it, 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 rent the movie and then listen to us later. Um, but there's definitely a scene toward the end where he's in drag. Oh yeah, yeah. And do you remember the? Do you remember in Gremlins when the Gremlins would dress in drag? Yeah, that's what he looks yeah. like. Oh, yeah. And it's mildly terrifying. Well, the best part is, is whenever he goes in there and he straight up plays the cop part and then he's walking yes. around like shooting. Yes. While he's still dressed. While he's still drag. dressed in full drag. <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? Um, now, you know, his character, um, Patrick Swayze, Robert De Niro and Kevin Spacey were all considered for that role. I, I, I could I could see that. Yeah. I, I, Swayze would have killed that. I think I think Spacey would have, too. Yeah. Regardless of what has happened 
with him in the business. Oh God, yeah. I still I think that That's he's right. a phenomenal actor. Oh yeah. Phenomenal actor. Um The Dad, what's his name? Oh, it's uh, Billy Connolly. Connolly. Who is a Scottish stand up comedian. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. I had no idea. He's fan he's he's been doing stand up for years. I didn't know that. Such an odd choice. He plays a huge role in the second one, which you obviously have not seen. I, I gotta check that out, yes. Mm-hmm. And he is their father? Yeah. Yeah. He's their dad. Okay. He's daddy. He uh Il Duque is his uh Duce. El Duce. Um this is another and every character has even as minuscule as uh say so they have this buddy named Rocco who yeah. I'll get into him in a minute cuz he to me is to me the, the two most fascinating characters are not the lead actors but for me are Willem Dafoe's character and Rocco's character yeah the supporting the supporting mm-hmm. um I'll just get into it Rocco's their buddy this is a guy that's a combination of he's comedic relief. <laughs> he's a bit sociopathic. Oh, uh, a bit? Just, you know. A uh, bit? He's inept as a killer, but at the same time, he's violent and dangerous. Like, this guy is a walking amalgamation of l- l- left, right, and center, and hard to describe. Uh, and, um, like, when <laughs> he accidentally... There's a the cat. He shoots a cat. That was what was in here at one point. That's yes. what I was looking for. Like body count is like two hundred. Blah blah blah. And one and cat. One cat. <laughs> and ah. one cat. It was a total accident, by the way. So if you haven't seen the movie, he even, does because he pounds on the yeah. thing and blows blows the cat away. I mean, it looks like they spray painted the wall <laughs> real quick. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it dead? <laughs> they uh. shoot a cat. It's. Uh, in in a comedic fashion, is it nothing? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's nothing like nothing like a, like a morbid, cr- like a Criminal Minds episode. So I, I'm going to ask you this too, because yes. obviously the the pennies on the eyes is one of the biggest things of this movie. Oh, of yes. course, it's like their their trademark. Yes, their calling card, if you say right. So the tattoos on the hands. Oh, uh, uh, you're, you're, veritas. Yes, and uh, aquias. Do you know what they mean? Uh, uh, uh has aquas. It's Justice is his, and Veritas is truth. Wow. Thank you. See, I thought I'd get you a little bit on that. <laughs> I figured you'd probably be on there, but, you know. And then they have the Virgin Mary on their neck, which I thought was really interesting. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's 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 up here on their neck. It's amazing the reli- the Catholic oh, that, well, religious yeah. imagery. Every time they kill people, they go to the In, church and right, get confess. forgiveness. Yeah. They have, and that's the weird thing. They they have this strange um, vision after after their first uh, quote unquote hit. There's a bar fight, very complex scene that involves a toilet murdering. Oh a man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they're 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 quote unquote, they turn themselves in, but it's it, it's a, it, it was self defense. They have a holy vision. And it was like a scene out of Stigmata. Where uh-huh. They're both sitting up in bed. Oh, yeah. And looking. I was like, wh- what's happening? What's happening yeah. here? It, again, really complex movie Yeah. for what it was. It wasn't just an action. It, it's funny and then kind of dark in, in a lot of ways. And 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 uh, hard to describe. Yeah, this was a good, good, good first choice out of the gate here. This is good. <laughs> out of the gate here? Wow. <laughs> wow. I swear... And if we follow this with Howard's End, I don't know how. With what? Howard's End. Oh. 
And what drink do you put with that? Well, we're not... <laughs> well that's another well, story. You know, I just saw here, it was actually <laughs> only shown in five theaters for one week. Five theaters? Yes. N- nationwide? Yep. Wow. Five theaters, and it only showed for one week in those five theaters. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that that's crazy? fascinating. Five theaters. That's it. I think Glitter had more. <laughs> oh, too soon. Mark Wahlberg actually turned down uh, one of the lead roles, Let- too. To do Boogie Nights, yeah. I think. Yeah. Which is probably, I mean, reflecting, probably a good choice. Oh. You don't like Boogie Nights? No, it's a fine film. I was going to say. It's a fine film. It's a, I don't want to, I mean, that's not how I would actually describe it, but oh, okay. It's good. Roller girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> there it is. You might say um, good vibrations. Your boy Willem Dafoe wore platform <laughs> shoes during filming. Of course he did. To make himself look taller. Oh, 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 yeah. in general, not just the scene no. where he's... Uh, all all okay. across the board. Wow. Yeah. He didn't wear them because, you know, <laughs> he wanted to be make a fashion statement. I got it. Okay. Like all right. That. I follow you. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and might- did you know they actually had a character for the mother of the boys? Okay. I remember this. Because it was a deleted scene where they make a phone call because their mother's yes. still in Ireland. Yes. But I remember it's portrayed by an English actress. And at the time, actually, I, I it was the second or third time I saw this movie. It, I actually was, uh, uh, my bandmate, my buddy was from Derry, Northern Ireland. And I, I was watching the movie and this, the woman who played the mother, fine actress, like English actress, she's wonderful. Can't remember the name offhand, but she had a terrible Irish accent, and I remember uh, even I thought I was like, it was it was like finally it was very oh, leprechaun-y. Yeah. yeah, not even that, and and I remember Joe looking at me, he was like, not even this is bad in my book, <laughs> you know. I was well, like, you know, <laughs> the bad thing about it is, is I'm horrible at accents, and I'll okay. be the first one to say that. And I, <laughs> when I try to do an Irish accent, I do an Australian accent. And oh. when I try to do an Australian accent, I you do an Irish. doing an Irish, I just yeah. think I focus too hard. But I'm bad at, 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 at doing any kind of accent. So if I would have ever been an actor, they'd either had to get me a coach right. to teach me right. like strictly, like spend every waking For, moment right. with me, or I just don't do accents. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're dubbed it's, by another. It's one or the other. Well, you know? well, and, and that's actually common. This, this is actually another film, but um, the movie Greystoke. Uh, which is a movie about Tarzan. Was the one? Uh, oh, I think I know that one. It was um, uh, uh, Christopher Lambert, who was um, in Mortal Kombat as Raiden. Uh, he played Tarzan. So um, the female lead was Andy McDowell. Okay, like the American actress. Okay, she could not. She had. She's from Gaffney, South Carolina, and has such a southern drawl that she couldn't fake an English accent. She was dubbed not by an English actress. She was dubbed by Glenn Close. Really? Yeah. Well, see, then they can just do that with me, right? You know, whenever I'm a huge, right? Huge. I concur. Movie star. But big, big up to what actors that can do that. Like, like when DiCaprio. You ever see uh, Blood Diamond? Oh yeah. South African dialect is is like yeah. super hard, apparently, and he killed that. <laughs> I think it's all hard. Yes. Again, I'm horrible at this. And one of the best, of course, is Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He did a. He did a. <laughs> he had an accent in like another movie too. He tried. What was that? I, I, I want to say Waterworld. 
<laughs> I liked Waterworld. I did too. I saw that it in the was theater. Not, it was not fantastic, but I liked it. I, it, it was it was a guilty pleasure uh, film. Yes, it's kind of like my musical guilty pleasure is Michael Bolton. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I love Michael Bolton. I know. I celebrate the uh, man's entire catalog. <laughs> I don't go that far. <laughs> but anyway, that was um, talking space. about um, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> they actually um, the studio had a preference of actors. Okay. For Willem Dafoe's character, for Speckler. Yes. Yes. Speckler. Um, they wanted either Sylvester Stallone, pass, Bill Murray, mm. or Mike Myers. Oh, yeah, that's kind of odd. <laughs> I mean, not you got it, but you got to also you remember think, yeah. that these actors would have brought a totally different, different character right. to the table. So you know, when obviously these studios are choosing actors, right? They're choosing an actor based on what kind of character they're going to bring, right? So obviously, if Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> would have been cast as that character in Boondock Saints, he wouldn't have been the character that Willem Dafoe portrayed. It wouldn't have been the same at all. I'm just thinking about the drag scene toward the end. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that'd just be, it. Been, like, like, I feel like, a, lo- I feel like a lot of that wouldn't have happened. No. You know? so, or some of the iconic lines that Willem yeah. the, there was a firefight. Yeah. You know? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> right? Uh, Bill Murray. He would have been Bill Murray. I feel like he could have probably did it. Um, but I feel like it might have been a little too comedic, right? For what the movie, right. for the whole plot of right. the film, because uh, Defoe's borderline psychotic, correct? And that, like, and there's scenes where, like, he puts on classical music when he's going through the crime scene, yeah. And that's interesting too. They don't show the initial action. It's interesting how they shot. They'd start the beginning of the fight, fade out, go to the aftermath. He would be brought in to analyze the scene as a cop, and then they'd show you the full action scene yes. in its totality. After, yeah, I thought that was fascinating. It was like when he puts his little headphones. Yeah, in. he does. He's playing. He's playing and he's, Bach. He's, he's conducting just around. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and like gets in the zone. He gets in his yeah his 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 aura. Oh yeah, yeah. That was amazing. But you can't. Yeah, there's certain actors that could do that. And it is funny because, like, you know, you're sitting here thinking about this this entire movie, and we're talking the most about Willem Dafoe because he did. I he feel owned like, it. I feel he like he it. was he was kind of like the heart of the movie. Yes. And then, you know, like, Reedus and Flannery and oh, all them were like. And they the, were great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they were the, like the He brought glue. it all together. He, br- he was like that yeah. glue. Yeah, he brought it all together. I almost felt like it was shot like, a, like it could have been a play. Well. You know what I mean? I also think about it like this. And this is horrible. I'm not I'm not bashing Troy Duffy. No, I, I think like it's brilliant. He wrote a great script. And I think to myself sometimes with the cast that they had, um yes. if they would have had a director with a lot of experience. Yeah. How different it would have turned out. But, now right. that can go good and bad. It wouldn't have been as special. No, no. It would like have if you Scorsese that, it yeah. would have been different. It would have been completely right. different. And I'm gonna be completely honest and one of the things that I absolutely hate about Hollywood right now is everything is remade or yeah, repurposed because there's no creativity out right. there anymore. It's gone. Like there's nobody out there. All these people move to Hollywood because they want to be stars. They right. want to be huge directors. They right. want to be the next Tom Cruise. They want to be the next oh. Scorsese. They don't. They're not creative people. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of like me walking into a garage and saying, "Hey, I want to be a mechanic. Hire me." Right. I don't know the first thing about working on cars. <laughs> That's why I take my car to professionals. Right, you know? correct. So it's one of those things. These people have no creativity. They just want what they want. They want fame and money. Right, and something that's instant gratification. Correct. Now, admittedly, now, I, I, I'm guilty of this. I love Cobra Kai. 
Now they took something. They took something that was iconic and they ran and created something original to me. Correct. They took the, that because they didn't remake lore. it. They right. didn't remake it. Right. You know. But then why are they why are they remaking things like Oh, We're at man. a point now where they're remaking movies that are only like six, seven years old. Yeah, why would you do they're that? They're not movies from the 70s. Or right. Yeah, you know, and that's where we're at. I'm really surprised nobody's tried to remake this movie. Yeah, right. I'm really surprised nobody tried to remake I it. I think they were going for a third one, and Reedus and Flannery rejected it. Really? Which is a shame, but... Um, well, to be fair, like I said, the second one... But if it was a crap script and they believe in it, they're like, nope. The second one was... I liked it. Okay. But I feel like they definitely kind of spawned away from, from, what, it from was. what it was. Interesting. Because I think it's one of those deals to, where sometimes, obviously, I'm no writer. Right. But I feel like that whenever, you know, if, if, I, if I was a screenwriter. Yeah. And I just, like, you know, was just totally inspired and wrote this script that I was so proud of. And I sold it to a studio and they made the film. And it came out like I wanted it. And it was a great film, whether it was a cult classic like this or right. if it was a huge blockbuster movie. But then they come back and say, okay, we want another one. Ugh. So then it's not it's not inspiration. It's not artistic anymore. Right. Now it's a... Now we're going to milk this thing. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. hey, I have a math test tomorrow, and i got to hurry up and cram for it <laughs> because I put it off. You know because, what I mean? Right. It's, it's one of those things that it's being forced upon you. Right. You're not letting it be organic. Yeah, right. Like you're, right. when you wrote your first script, it was an organic thing. You were just inspired and being creative, and you had that's, this great story to tell. See, and that's why like guys like him... Carnahan, Joe Carnahan, uh, Tarantino, they take, I think they sit or, they sit around at their homes and be like, okay, <laughs> looking at what we're talking about and we're like, that's what we're not going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, when, like they said, we, uh, he, you know, doing a sequel to Pulp Fiction, he's like, no, I made it once. Yeah. Why would I do that again? Well, and I you feel know. like it's also these guys, and Tarantino is a prime example of that to the fact that. He does what he wants to do. Oh, yeah. He's yes. not a pushover. No. No studio is going to tell me how to create my art. No. Um, and these guys stay relevant because they continually make the work they want to make and they put they their push the they boundary. put their life's blood into yes. it. You know. Absolutely. So, so that's what I mean. It's like, you know, looking like I said, I'm not bashing on this guy at all, but I feel no, like if no, they'd no. have put a professional director in there, it definitely would have been different. Yes. But who knows if it'd have been better or worse. But with or, the magic, would would it you know, the, you always think of the phrase "light." What is it? Lightning in a bottle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And and it's like you can't. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of other, um, uh, like I- iconic, you know, actioners that came out. Like like I, I know they redid. Um, there was a movie called The Taking of Pelham One Two yeah. Three. Yep. The original, you know, back in the '70s, that was way different. Now the remake, again, it was. Now that's a case where. It was 20, 30 years later that they made it. Yeah. And they did Assault on Precinct 13, which when that came out, that was way ahead of its time. Yep. The Halloween movies, how many times are you going to remake that? That is no offense. I love uh, Rob Zombie. I love Danny McBride. How many reboots of Michael Myers well, can you do? I think the last ones they've done is because Carpenter came back into play on that, you know, so. Oh, is that why? Yeah, Carpenter. Oh, I didn't know. Carpenter did them. And he was all, and he only did it because he was mad at Rob Zombie for, he said he messed his movies up anyway. That's yeah, a whole but other, that's his. That's a whole other part. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> so, so one of my, not to get off the boondock saves, but uh, they were, um, uh, I love the movie Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, man. 
they were talking about making a remake of that. <laughs> Are you serious? Why? Why? Because that was so original. Like, you know, Wang Chi, you had Kurt Russell, uh, you had Dennis Dunn as Wang Chi, you had, uh, um, uh, oh my gosh, um, James Hong as Lo Pan. I mean, Kim Cattrall, pre, pre-Sex in the City, Kim Cattrall. Mm. Like, the, the height of Mannequin. Yeah, Mannequin. Oh, Mannequin. That was a good one, too. Oh, That's because you wanted that to be your life. <sighs> oh, can we make, can, can we make the, uh, uh, the, uh, the theme song from Mannequin are, and we can build this dream. Nah, it's oh. copyrighted. Can't even sing it. We can't. Uh, I'm, gonna uh, to, uh, I'm gonna have to bleep that. We'll have to do a remake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. blood from a stone. Well, we better put a rap on. Indeed. Um, so obviously, Boondock Saints. Fantastic. Um, first off, drink is Shamrocked Midori Midori Melon okay. Liquor. Tell them more. Do Irish whiskey or any Irish whiskey really? <laughs> and Irish cream Bailey's. And Bailey, that's it. Throw some whipped cream on top of that bad boy. You're in business. I'll see you lost me there. I'm not Make- a whipped cream person. Uh-huh. Uh, not like that. Okay. I was thinking. Okay. Sexy, <laughs> sexy time. So make yourself one of those. Have some Boondock Saints. If you ain't seen awesome. it yet, you need to check it out. Um, St. Patrick's Day is coming. So I feel like it'd be a great film for you to watch if you've not seen it. If you have seen it, watch it again. Stay home. Be safe. Yeah. Drink your shamrock. Drink right yeah. at home. And tune into that. And uh, our next one will be in April. Okay. We'll have to come up with We'll have to think about that one. Mm. And the next one we will be drinking. Yes. We'll actually start a little beforehand. So it'll get real interesting. So, um, of course, AJ and Jimmy. Hello. Yes. We appreciate you guys joining us for our debut episode. It's all true. (laughs) It's Drinks in a Movie, guys. We'll see you later.